We haven't entirely nailed down what element it is yet, but I'll tell you this, it's a lively one. Let's give your parents a call right now. Welcome to episode number 84, Gaming with the Moms. My name is Nicole Tanner. I've been writing about games for a long, long time at places like IGN and most recently Pixelkin. I'm also the mother of a four and a half year old, soon to be five, already talking about what she wants her birthday party to be like. So that's fun. Um, I am joined by dad, Steven Dutzman, who is editor and founder of Engage Family Gaming and the father of three. Hi, Steven. I am also the proud owner of a pre-order for a Nintendo Switch. Yes. Yay. No more nightmares. <laughs> yeah. No, no more, more nightmares, nightmares because I did it. Right. I did it, guys. Okay. I did it. I set, I am very excited. We're going to get into that later. So I'll yes. shut up now because I was told to be quiet. And when I'm told to be quiet, I know that that's when it's time to be quiet. Right? Is that the <laughs> yes. Bit? Yes. Is well, we bit? need. Okay. So I'll we shut need... up. Also. <laughs> we... Okay, Stephen, shut up. We need to introduce Regina. <laughs> we are joined yeah, by Regina McManamy. You told me to be quiet. <laughs> who, who is author of the forthcoming book, Mothering the Game, and she's also from the Geek Embassy. Hi, Regina. Hi. Oh, Stephen. He's trying to, <laughs> he's trying to steal your airtime. He like, is. Right off the bat. Yeah. Wow. Geez. I want to be. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> I know it's one. personal. <laughs> step one. Step one. Collect underpants. Madam host. Collect underpants. Step one. Collect underpants. Yeah. Step one, Madam <laughs> host. I am the only one of the of the two of us that refers to her as Doctor. One. Oh. Two. Okay. I spent the entire Game of the Year episode trying to get her involved. Because I wanted to hear about two dots, and you kept blowing over her uh, and just okay. talking and rambling on. And and the one time I try and do a bit, you're all like, man, Steve. You the one time. Running over her. <laughs> the one time. The, the one, one time. time. I, am the, I am the victim here. <laughs> I am the victim. Anyway. <laughs> Oh, all right. I got a, I got a quick parenting story to tell um, before we get started. So we were at Target yesterday shopping for pants for Anna, which is, we brought her a whole bunch of new pants like two months ago, and they're already halfway up her leg. So oh, she has apparently grown quite a few inches. Um, but that's not the point. So we were at Target. They gave her a sticker. She gets a sticker all the time at the checkout line. There's nothing new about that. But there was a lady there that was handing out um, glow sticks to all of the kids. And so, first of all, she hands a glow stick to Anna, and she's like, I'm sorry, I don't know how to make that glow. And Anna's like, that's okay, snap. So she knew exactly how to do that. But then, after we were done checking out, Anna says to me, she's like, I got a sticker and a glow stick. That's so unusual. <laughs> <laughs> the people in line behind us just lost. <laughs> yeah. That is so, so uh, unusual. <laughs> I know, just that the choice so of words unusual. coming from a four I, and a half year old. <laughs> listen, that's 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 a big word for like me, let alone a four year old. My I, um, can, can, oh, go ahead, Regina. My almost three year old. One of her favorite words is actually. Oh, and she uses you know it appropriately. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, yeah. Anna did that for a, for a while too, the actually thing. And yeah. now she does anyways. Uh, anyways this anyways that but that's my fault because that's i do that yeah well i know i say actually i know that's where it came from but her favorite things to say are actually and when i was a little girl <laughs> nice when i was a little uh, girl i did this and i'm like yes you did <laughs> like two minutes ago <laughs> uh, i'm gonna go ahead and not you and and not say the words that my kids repeat for me um just you know <laughs> Um, let's just say I've been in trouble for them repeating me. So, um, but I have a parenting story too okay. that is amazing. So my two sons have decided that they want to be game designers now. Yay. Now, uh, the oldest, this has been his dream forever. I put the picture up on the Instagrams. I think both of you guys saw it. Um, or at least Doc Liz saw it cause I, she liked it where his hero is Satoru Iwata. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Um, and uh, because he, you know, and so Ev, it, we we actually brought him to the Nintendo store uh, when, and he signed the book for uh, Satoru Iwata when he died. So, like, this is a big deal for Ev, for uh, Evan. And um, so he's found this program called Scratch online, right. which mm-hmm. is a, yep. you know, I mean, a lot of folks have heard about it. And so yeah. he uh, he's gotten some books for Christmas where it's, like, instructions and tutorials. And he has taken it upon himself to make his first game. And it has gone through alpha and beta testing. By alpha, I mean I played it, and then beta testing his brother played it. Um, let's be real; that's probably more testing than half of the app than the that than half of the iOS app store has gotten. Yep. Yeah. Um, his game is called Taco Warrior. Taco Warrior. Um, okay. Taco Warrior. Um, and you can find it on Scratch because he is a scratcher now. Wow. So his game has a high score. Um, EFG will be doing a giveaway based on who has the highest score in this game at some point in the next couple of months. Nice. Um, because it's, so here's, here's how it works. You play a taco and you move it around the field to avoid a bat cat that is trying to capture you. You earn points for every second that the cat does not get the taco. That's it. Wow. That's very simple. But I was like, he was like, man, it's kind of simple. I'm like, listen, Everybody starts somewhere. Let, let, listen also, to our podcast, and you will see some of the garbage that we have all played. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. and also, you know, old school games—they were very simple. Yeah, you know? absolutely. They were so fabulous. I. What is it though with kids and tacos? Like, I don't know if you're friends with um, Brenda Romero. She used to be Brenda Brathwaite. She's a really well-known game designer. She's married to John Romero, who obviously worked on Doom. Um, but their son—I think he's nine maybe nine or ten but he just made a game too about a taco truck i don't remember the full name of it but it was uh, i don't know what's up with these kids and their tacos like, uh, <laughs> Lego movie. for us it's the lego yeah. movie well there's taco a taco card in plants versus zombies heroes too it it heals you <laughs> it heals you for three and gives you an extra card so <laughs> wow <laughs> it's wow. not just the kids that apparently like tacos I mean, it's apparently I mean, wait, wait who doesn't like tacos do you not do I you hate like, tacos no. nicole because i was about to no, sign off the skype not. call I just, I don't know. Maybe they're always this popular, but I don't know. It just seems to be like a trend these Who doesn't days. like tacos? I think, I think a lot of it's a Lego movie because of Taco Tuesday. My kids always oh, talk okay. about Taco Tuesday. Okay. And believe it or not, quite frequently we do have tacos on Tuesday. I think it's just like br- melted into our brains. So Actually, anyway, we had are, tacos think, yesterday my, too, so maybe it just... Isn't just... it great? Oh, yeah. man, I want tacos now. You know what my wife made? She made... <laughs> She made no. This is this is important. She made pulled pork tacos. Let me be real. Oh, nice, nice. You ain't live. 
until you've had pulled pork tacos. You guys, next time you come to the East Coast, the two of you are welcome to come to our house. We'll make pulled pork tacos. Okay. Um, you guys would like my wife. She's nice. Yeah. I, mean, I know I, she's like. I, I don't think, like. I mean. Yeah, I know. I've been watching your EFG show, and I hear her. She's not on the screen, but I always hear her. And uh, That's because she talks comments. a lot of crap. Yeah. She talks a lot of crap. Um, and that's okay. <laughs> Because I deserve a lot of crap. I mean, you guys just kind of fill in for her because you just give me the abuse. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> By you guys, I mean Nicole because Regina is super nice to me. I call her doctor. Right. Yes. Um, that's why. So well, that is my parenting. That is my first parenting story. I will save you the trouble of hearing about my my younger son's card game design. But let's just say it started off as a one-player game with a judge. So it needed some iteration. Oh. <laughs> Yeah. We fixed it. We yeah. Fixed it. But hey, you know, their kids, they're interested. They're actually trying, you know, yeah. which is awesome. Oh, it was great. So, yeah. After some iteration, his card game, I think it has legs. I actually contacted one Rob Davia, the man that was responsible for uh, the legacy games, to be like, hey, so at what point does an idea turn into a capital I idea? Right, right. Yeah. And he gave me some pointers. Well, I'm cool. just going to offer it up now. Hopefully my husband isn't going to be mad about this. But if your kids want to talk, you know, via email or whatnot to Isaac about game design. I'm sure he would be more than happy to answer questions and give advice and whatnot. Cool. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Fair enough. The, my a... oldest may take him up on that. Okay. He's very excited about Halo Wars now that he knows it exists. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Cool. Cool. It's a fun Which game. I mean, I'm not going to. You can't I don't say be... that. <laughs> it, it looks fun, though. There was a beta. Was I can say it's a fun game. There was a beta. Everybody had the chance hashtag, to play it. Hashtag bias. Hashtag collusion. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. No, it does look fun. Can I say it looks fun? I think I can say it looks fun. Yeah. It looks cool. I, 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 um, I love the first. I mean, I, what I have played, I really only played a little bit. I went and bought the original one uh -huh. um, I, at GameStop because it was like $7 or some junk. Yeah. And I was like, all right, this is worth it because I like it's important. I enjoyed it. I mean, whatever. It's an RTS game, and yep. they're not supposed to work with controllers, and they made it work with controllers. Yep. Which yep. is genius. Have you ever yeah. played Halo Wars, Regina? No, I haven't. Does, do you even know what Halo Wars is? Nope. It's okay to say no. no. All right. It's Halo, <laughs> but in but it's like Halo meets StarCraft. So it's like StarCraft, but instead of like aliens and whatever, it's aliens and like Master Chief-like dudes. Okay. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. So like military so, versus fine. aliens. Sort of, yeah. 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 UNSC versus whatever race. It's not the Covenant in this game. And I forget the name of this race. They're the they have a speci a specific race name, but they're called brutes. Um and the story is that they actually broke away from the Covenant. They were the first race to sort of be banned from the Covenant. And so that's who you're up against. And they got banned because And they're, they're mad. They're bad, yeah. They they're mad. really bad. They mad. <laughs> they mad. Yeah. And they got they got they got big old guns. And they got big old tanks. Yeah. And I bet you they have I bet you they have units that are like designed to gather resources because that's what happens. And they gather resources and they build things and then they build more things and then they advance those things and then they rush the other base. Yes. Boom. <laughs> I just described RTS forever. But it looks great. I can't I can't wait to play it. I'm just yes. like, I don't know when, when is it coming out again? Uh, February 
seventh, I believe. Oh, I miss geez. I miss said the date um for the for the um the beta. I miss said that last week. It doesn't start on January thirtieth. It starts on January twentieth, so actually this weekend. Oh. Uh there there's an oh. open beta for the game, which is free for everybody right. to play. So you should go download it and play it. Anyhow. I well, will. <laughs> because I'm definitely not going to be able to play it on the 27th. That's five days before the Switch. Oh, yeah, right. I forgot about that. All right, let's get going now. There's lots of <laughs> Nintendo stuff to talk about. We're going to do the Switch in a minute, but I want to talk about Fire Emblem because that announcement just happened right before we started recording. And I made some notes, and I already don't know what half of them meant, so I'm going to try to talk about this before it goes straight <laughs> out of my head. Um, so, uh, so Fire Emblem specific Nintendo Direct happened this afternoon. There's going to be a new Fire Emblem for the new 3DS. There's going to be a new Fire Emblem for the Switch and the new 3DS. None of those are a surprise, at least not to me. And, uh, but there's going to be, they announced the first details of the Fire Emblem mobile game, uh, which we have all been speculating about for a while. And I'm kind of... Uh, I'm so I'm surprised. Let me say that I'm surprised. I'm surprised about the fact that this game is going to be free to play with in-app purchases, yep. which is not the best gaming. Mo- I don't have a lot of respect for that business model. It works in some sort of games, mostly card games like Hearthstone, Plants vs Zombies, Heroes. Those yes. are the kind of games that it works in really well. Um, yeah. But yeah, I didn't. I don't know. I didn't expect Nintendo to go down this path, like. They're going to make so much money. I know they're going to make yeah. money, but they're like... They're going to make so much money. I thought that they would take the high road. Like, really. Like, it's Nintendo. I thought that they were going to take the high road here and not fall into the same thing that everybody else does. And also, too, it's like, there's no multiplayer involved in this. So I don't see any real reason to spend money because obviously okay so the way that this game is going to work is called fire emblem heroes you're going to be able to summon heroes from previous fire emblems and the way that you do that is you have an orb and you can get those orbs by playing through the game or you can buy them and um, apparently these orbs are kind of random so you might very well buy an orb and end up with some crappy hero that you didn't want which yeah is not cool um, this is a very but, Japanese model. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so so there's gonna that's that's what you buy. Those are the in-game purchases. It was up on the screen for a second, and I didn't have my glasses because I couldn't read it. Steven, did you catch what some of those prices were for the bundles? They're, they range from they range from micro to macro transactions. I mean, there's one that's yeah. like fifty bucks, and there's yeah. one that is like a dollar ninety nine. Your best value yeah. in those situations is always going to be like ten bucks a pop. Um. This is a model that uh, Kingdom Hearts Unchained did it. Um, you know the oh, okay. Final Fantasy. Uh, most of the Final Fantasy games do this. Um, the idea is, you get these orbs, you get a certain amount of summons that you could do. Um, the Marvel fighting game that you see ads for on mobile uses the same model. The idea is you're yeah. going to be able to buy. You're not buying specific dudes or ladies. You are um, buying a chance to roll dice in a pool and get people of a specific category. So there's five different like yeah. things that you can roll on. And um, so you can roll in the green or the red or the purple. And, but if you're rolling multiple times, which is the only way to get the discount, you can only get each color once. 
So ideally, you're going to try and diversify. Right. But if you want a specific dude, you're paying full price every time. Um, and depending on your role, you might get a three-star guy or a four-star guy or a five-star guy yeah. or a one-star guy. <laughs> um, so, and like eventually those guys are, they turn out to be like garbage. So, um, it's, this is, this is absolutely the, you know, the, the, the pachinko machine style RPG. Um, with that said, most of these games, you have a single-player campaign. In general, you are able to defeat the game with the characters you have. I think that that's, you know, like, there are going to be challenges. I cannot imagine that they're not going to add PvP eventually. Mm. I just, they, they, they're yeah. going to, I'm sure, of some kind. Yeah, but, um, and then that's when, go ahead. I'm sorry, uh, uh, that's when the sort of, uh, the paying, the in-app purchase stuff actually gets more problematic in PvP because you can find yourself you in yourself. a very much pay to win mm -hmm. um situation i mean they might be they're handling this a little bit better because it's random just like in a car game like in hearthstone or plants versus zombies there's no guarantee that you're going to get a good person you know right. or in those cases a good card somebody who's paying money for a deck versus somebody who's not the person who's not still could get better cards there's no guarantee about it so the fact that there's some randomization and the heroes that you're going to get i think makes that a little better I'm just, I don't know, I'm so sick of this, this mobile strategy. And it's going to, I know it's not going anywhere. This is no. what's going to be the no, the norm. No, like, it's far forever. too profitable. So, and it's come far too, yeah. it's, it's just become too ingrained in what mobile gaming is. Yeah. To to the point where, I don't know if you guys have noticed this, because I've, you know, mentioned a couple times to do a fair amount of, you know, mobile gaming. But I've noticed on um, two games that I put money in. So one was Plants vs. Zombies Heroes and... I can't remember what the other game was. It wasn't Two Dots because I never paid anything for Two Dots. Uh, I know it was Pokemon Go. It was Pokemon Go. Um, uh, yeah. Both of those games had uh, early in when I was playing them had a had a sale like the one ninety nine package for ninety nine cents. And right, I, yeah. you know I grabbed it because I'm like, well, whatever, that's half off. And then it opens up more levels to purchase. Mm. There are more things that are available after you make that first purchase that aren't available when you haven't made that purchase. And I was like, mm. oh, I didn't realize that there was actually like, you know, part of the game was once you make that first purchase, then you get more options to buy things than you'd have if you didn't. And that's also part. Mm. It's really that's that's kind of when, you know, you're talking about like not liking the the system. That's part of what I don't like. Like you have to yeah. you have to get in the money to get into for, further in the game, which. I can understand on a rational sense, but on a yeah. I want the game available available to me sense, I just yeah. it just bugs me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. And I mean, for the and I've I've put a decent amount of money into Hearthstone because I love it so much. And mm -hmm. I totally any game that I would play on mobile, if I'm really liking it and I've played it for more than a minute, well, not more than a minute, a a, a fairly decent amount of time, I am more than happy to put in whatever yeah, I think that it was worth mm -hmm. five bucks, ten bucks whatever and i know not everybody is like that and i probably have this is this is my fantasy or whatever but i think a lot of us that were um gamer gamers quote unquote have been for a while um it we kind of have less of a respect for this model whereas lots of mobile yeah. gamers that maybe just started playing um or maybe their their first experience was facebook games which ran the same way that this is just this is just what they know yeah and paying 
up front for a game. Even if you don't have to pay anything else at all for the rest of the life of the game, then it just seems weird or bad to them. And that's unfortunate. So, yep. yeah. Yeah, but it does seem to be just the way it's gone. I remember yeah. noticing that oh, there was a PAX I was at, God, it was years ago, when all of a sudden I realized all the MMOs had moved to free-to-play, like all of them. Mm. And I'm like, yeah, oh, yeah. I wonder if Blizzard's ever going to catch up with this because that was just like they will. Jesse. And then eventually they will. I mean, they're, I don't know. I haven't, yeah. I haven't watched, but I'm assuming the numbers for World of Warcraft are probably not great at this point. Well, they they don't they, they don't give numbers anymore. That's so right. <laughs> that's part of the We're reason. not the biggest MMO anymore, so we're not going to tell yeah. you how many players we have. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. No, no. Steven, what do you think about this topic? Um so I would pay $40 for a handheld um uh for a handheld Fire Emblem game. So yeah. I'm going to budget $40 and I'm just going to pay $40. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's it. Kind of I mean, I agree. I don't disagree with you. And I think it's kind of like, you know, it's part of the race to the bottom. The reality is, you know, as much as I want Nintendo to fight it, right. And be like the yeah. white knight standing out amongst the darkness. The reality is they're not like this paladinic force. They are in fact a business that is doing mobile games to make shareholders happy. And yeah. They have not made shareholders happy recently, so you know what? Just th- if ever there was yeah. a Nintendo franchise that fits this model more perfectly, I can't even imagine it. So mm. do it, smoke if you got them. You know, yeah. It's I I I don't necessarily have the same like you know kind of judgy way of thinking about it that that you do. Um, and I mean that with love. Um, <laughs> but I think you know. I think Nintendo. I think that is this is their only opportunity because a lot of their other games don't really suit it. Yeah. Um, and so why not get in? And they're going to make a lot of freaking money on this game. See, because yeah, that... it looks attractive. Right. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. And... That's what I kind of thought too. Is maybe this is a little bit of a testing the waters type thing. And the other reason that I think that, which is another surprising thing, is that this is coming to Android first. And yeah. uh, so that's on February 2nd. It's going to be available on Android. Then it's going to be on iOS soon, quote unquote, which is what all the press releases said. Um, so that's really interesting to me because they went iOS first for Mario and for Mitomo. Is Mario even on Android yet? Nope, not yet. No. Okay. Yeah. It'll be so soon. Yeah. I, I think that that might be, you know, like they, they – they said, fine, we'll do this one first on Android so you can promote it like crazy on the Google Play Store. Yeah. Um, you know? Like, yeah. this is probably just trying to get the promotion. Yeah, I mean, Apple went crazy promoting that game. I mean, the yeah. pins on all the people at the Apple Store, they were all playing it. There was the yeah. demo at the store. Like, it was insane. The Siri. This is... Siri responding to Mario time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So, I think this is just trying to get the same thing out of the, the Google Play Store. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Different, yeah. Capitalizing yeah. on a different market that way. Yeah. yeah. And also, they're going to get tons of, you know, market data and everything to work with by doing that, too. Um. All right, so that's that's Fire Emblem Fates. So um, if you've got comments on that, I'm, I'm curious. I want to see what other people think because, like, on my yes. Facebook feed, and, I mean, granted, my Facebook feed is dominated by game developers. 
nobody was very happy about this at all. Um, so I'm curious to see what everybody else thinks. You can send us an email at gamingwiththemoms at gmail.com or you can tweet at us, Gaming with Moms. So let us know what you think. Now, we're not done with Nintendo. Of course we're not done with Nintendo. Because not. last week, we could only make thing. predictions about what was going to happen with the announcement of this little thing called the Switch. But now we've seen it. And now we can talk about the Switch. Um, who wants to start? Should we let I'll Steven go last. start? Or is he going to like talk <laughs> he, no, He's no. sitting back. 20 minutes. <laughs> you, hate, you hate Nintendo, I'll Nicole, here, I'll so start, why don't you don't go ahead? Too, okay, yeah, right, I don't have too much to Regina, say because like, I'm kind of going with a lot of what we talked about last week already, with, right, which yeah. was, I, you know, I'm kind of excited but not all that excited i'm not excited enough to get in line to pre-order um yeah i'm i'm curious to see where it goes i think i've kind of in my old age um with this this whole conversation about um the uh the microtransaction model you know kind of yeah, yeah. i think i think disliking that dates us as gamers <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know it does. It totally does. Yeah, like you said, you know, some people are going to come into gaming with that as the standard, so it's not going to be as mm -hmm. difficult. So one of the things that I've kind of come to as a gamer in you know my old age, or as I've kind of seen the market change a little bit more, mm -hmm. has been to not jump on the bandwagon um, and to not yeah. order at the beginning. And um, part of that is because I really don't, I'm not a loyalist. I don't have a platform that I stick to. I don't have, you know, a company that I'm wedded to in any way. Part of that is because yeah, when yeah. I have been on the bandwagon, I've been burned really bad. Like Diablo 3 was terrible at launch and I pre-ordered it and I was so excited to play it and it was just yeah, terrible. Yeah. And it stayed terrible for like a year and I hear it's better now, but after a year I was like, <laughs> right. no, you're horrible. Yeah. So yeah. I don't see yeah. anything really in this that makes me go, let's go get it. So and yeah, no, but I yeah. like I said, that's more my my jading and my experience as um having been burned at launch. So that's part of what's yeah, going on yeah. with this. I loved the link that you sent from Pixelkin with the um, parental controls. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Video. I just thought that was really adorable, um, especially yeah. with some of their commentary, which was like, oh, here, you can see what your kids are playing, so you can talk to them about the games they play. Yeah. Right. Because you can't yeah, just watch yeah. what they're playing or play with them and see what they like. Like you have to <laughs> you have to spy on them with an app to learn what games right. your kids like. Oh, come on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, that's not the There best. were a couple of things that were a little bit more questionable, but it was I thought it was cute. I like the way they had done it. So I like yeah. that all that stuff is kind of in there. But like I said, I'm holding back and I'll see how it kind of pans out. I didn't buy my Wii U right away. I think I bought it about a year after launch, so I yeah. might look in the market more then. So yeah, we don't do Nintendo. I mean, other than the fact that there's no interest in getting this one right off the bat, we've been burned by Nintendo a couple times with hardware where you you go out and you buy it as soon as it comes out, and then yeah, that six months later there's a new version of it. So mm -hmm. we got burned with that with Game Boy Advance. We got burned or not Game Boy Advance. Uh, yeah, Game Boy Advance, and we got burned with the DS. We bought those stupid clunky silver DSs. And then the nice slim ones were released like very quickly afterward. So we do not ever buy Nintendo hardware as soon as it comes out ever. 
because there's going to be a better version. I, I think even, you know, time. that that's probably a good thing just with all the platforms, like let the buggy yeah. ones go first. <laughs> and, the, you yeah, know, yeah. if you're, like I said, if you're a brand loyalist, if you're into it and you're, you know, having nightmares about not being able to pre-order, <laughs> you know, don't, don't miss out on it. But <laughs> yeah. I feel like taking a little caution and taking a little time to let it play out is not a bad, you know, yeah. road to go I yeah. suppose <laughs> yeah and we will we will get one we will probably get one we're not gonna we're not gonna I, not, I suspect we will too um, but yeah because yeah. my husband's been waiting for a new real 3d Mario game for a long time and at this announcement yeah. they announced Super Mario Odyssey which is a real 3d Mario game and mm -hmm. so he's excited about that so we will probably buy one around the holiday season um but this <laughs> Did, Regina, did you watch this presentation? I mean, obviously Stephen did. Did you watch the presentation at all? No, I didn't watch it when it was it? live. I watched like the highlights after. I went back and watched highlights oh, after. Did the highlights include that cheesy little? Now let's switch to someone else. Did you see? That? <laughs> no, I don't think I saw that. <laughs> it, they did it like that six was brilliant. Times. I think I'm like, I know you guys. <laughs> no, that was real good. That was real good. You keep calling that cheesy. I think that was. I don't so think there's Nintendo. anything wrong with cheese. Like, I think cheese sells sometimes, so. Yeah, I mean, and Nintendo is always cheesy. They're always cheesy. Oh, yeah, the exactly. It's part of their brand. And that presentation, like, it wasn't just that. They're, like, you know, acting like magicians and, like, coming out dressed as the scientist who researches the squid the squid kids. And I was just, it was, it was too much. I'm like, just, just, just calm it down. Take it down just a level, please, because this is ridiculous. <laughs> That's Anyhow, funny. all right, Stephen, tell me I hate Nintendo now. Go on. Well, I mean, I don't think I don't think I need to say anything. I mean, I think you pretty much defined it yourself, right? I mean, uh, so we made it um, clear I'll, all by ourselves. Uh, <laughs> we made it very clear. Um, but so um, I pre-ordered one, right? So by so everything that I say is going to be colored by the fact that I'm I bought one basically. So. Um, with that said, I was disappointed with the presentation too. Um wow. and here's um so I came out of it underwhelmed. I this is how I said it. And I said this on Twitter and I had a little rant. You can find it uh at EF Gaming. Um basically I buying the Switch felt like paying my taxes. Mm, that's interesting. Mandatory. Um yeah. I bought it because I had to. Um, I bought it because of Legend of Zelda, obviously, but I think a big piece of it is I bought it because I felt the response, you know, a part of it was because I, I, I felt like I had to, like it was an okay. obligation. Um, and it wasn't just about like establishing my nerd cred or, you know, any of that stuff. I've got that in the bag. It's not that issue. <laughs> it's not cementing my fanboy status of Nintendo. I think I've established that. It, it really comes down to, um... It's a family-oriented console. I run a family-oriented website. I can't not have that console. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, yeah, yeah. And so it was like paying my taxes. It was like going to work. It was like going to class, that type of thing, right? Like mm -hmm. I did it because I had to. With that said, um, that's how I felt coming out of the presentation. Um, and then my wife was like, you are absolutely nuts. You just expected too much. And I think that's part of it, too, yeah. Yeah. is that... Um, the reality is I had myself super hyped up expecting Nintendo to come out here all guns blazing mm -hmm. because I feel like this is their last shot at a home. Yeah. This is the last console that they're going to make unless thing, this thing blows up, 
right? So for me, I was like, what Nintendo needs to do is, is just come out all guns blazing. Like that one year where they came out and were like, new Mario, new Zelda, new Donkey right. Kong, you know, new Kirby. Yeah. You know, we got we got Santa in our booth, right? Like, <laughs> like, like literally everything. Um, yeah. And they didn't do that. And so I was disappointed. But then it was like, no, they came out with a new Zelda. They came out with a new Mario. They gave us a sequel, a full sequel to Splatoon with dual wielding pistols. My God. And then they did a bunch of other stuff. Um, I, so eventually it has eroded to having a few. Instead of having a lot of smaller critiques, what left me underwhelmed, I am excited. I am happy that I am buying this thing. But I have a few significant critiques that I think is that I think are probably very common, and I think we're actually going to hurt Nintendo in the long run. I don't think this thing is going to jump out the gate like Nintendo needs it to, and I think that's a problem. Yeah. Um, the biggest piece is the price of the accessories. They are just too damn expensive. Um, two yeah. Joy-Cons, which are the size of, like, Tic Tacs, are 80 bucks. That's a lot of money. Um, yeah. And the, um, it, you know, it doesn't matter what they do. You know, they do a lot of cool stuff, yeah. but 80 bucks is a lot of money. Um, and I think it doesn't have a pack-in, and I know they did that to try and control costs, etc. But there is literally no reason why 1-2 Switch is not bundled with the uh, with the Switch. And it's also, there is no reason why 1-2 Switch exists at all. It should just be a freaking WarioWare game, because right, yeah. what the hell? Yeah. I mean... It looked like a WarioWare game. Like, I was watching them play it, and I was like, this feels like WarioWare. You're milking a cow. You're doing sword <laughs> fights. You're gotcha. you're eating a sandwich. I'm like, this is a WarioWare game. Why don't they call it, like, WarioWare face-to-face or right, something like yeah. that? Just And and then it instantly becomes a $60 game, whereas 1-2 yeah. Switch, from what I can see right now, does not appear to be a $60 game, even though there's charging for it. Yeah. So, yeah, for so sure. that's my those are my two biggest concerns. With yeah, that said, I, was gonna look... I bought the hell out of it. <laughs> yeah, I was I I totally forgot to look this up. I was going to because people are like, "Oh my god, they're so re- revolutionary. You don't have to use this the screen with the controllers." But there was a PlayStation Move game that did that, and I totally forgot to look it up. We did a story about it on Pixacrane, so Apologies that I don't know the name of that game, but there was definitely a PlayStation Move game that did not require... There it is. I think it's Johann Sebastian Joust. Yes. Yeah, yeah, Johann, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you didn't need the screen for that either. Am I correct in that? Statement? True, but Johann yeah. Sebastian... Yes, that is correct. Johann Sebastian Joust. And this is where this is where 1-2-Switch actually is interesting because Johann Sebastian Joust is a very like, obscure game, Mm. like, it's, you know, it is very unique. So the fact that Nintendo headlined their game with that is impressive um, from a, you know, diversity of game experience perspective and also from a risk-taking perspective because only the hardcorest of the hardcore have known about Johann Sebastian Joust, and I would bet even a small subset of them have ever played it. Yeah, um, yeah, no, I never played it, so, yeah. So, I mean, it, you have to be the core, it, it's not like Call of Duty or something, you know, like, mm-hmm. this is, that is a game that did the thing before, but this is gonna do it and bring it a little bit more mainstream, by nature of the fact that it's gonna be front and center on launch day. Yeah. Um, 
but yeah, I mean, I, I, as much as, as disappointed as I was, I still woke up at three in the morning to, uh, pre-order my, my, um, my NX or not my NX, my switch. <laughs> so are you getting the color uh, controllers or just the standard? I ones? tried, but I couldn't, I bought, I pre-ordered on Amazon. Uh huh. Um, and so it was three in the morning. I was doing this on my phone. I couldn't figure out how to change to get it. And I was uh -huh. like, I know these are going to go fast. Yeah. So I just, I took the gray one. No. Um, I know full well that I am going to be buying another pair of Joy-Cons. Mm. So those are just going to be the right. We're probably going to do like two more sets of Joy-Cons, I think. Mm. Um, because reasons. So <laughs> I, I'm, kids. I'm me, sure me, I'll get extra because of kids. kids. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm, uh, I, and yeah, and also my kids are super excited about arms, so oh, like we gotta yeah. be ready to play play arms. I mean, I don't know when you want to go over games, but the um, my that that's my reaction to it is as disappointed as I was, I wasn't disappointed enough to not buy this thing. Yeah, right. I don't. Yeah, I, and I mean, halfway through it, I was thinking about it. I was very seriously considering not doing it. Wow. Then they showed me, and then they showed me Legend of Zelda. Right. And oh. I was like, all right. Never mind. <laughs> but I you, but it. you knew Zelda was coming out. You knew that was no, coming out. No, but I, but I, I, you're right. I waff, <laughs> I, I wavered in my devotion. Oh and my then, god! And then, I, and, and then they took me to, and then they took me to church. Yeah, I was it's just fine. gonna say, they schooled <laughs> they you right there. They knew exactly what they were doing. That's you know. They pulled me right back in. Also, that's well, a good director. The reality is, Splatoon Two is stealth. Splatoon 2 could very well be the best game of the year for me. Like, mm. forget about for, Hor Horizon okay. what? Before we go... Horizon what? Let's Horizon Zelda what? who? <laughs> um, Splatoon 2. All man. right, but before we uh, move further, we've got a question that got tweeted at us um, about the Switch. Um, and this came from Los, who we gave a shout-out to last week. He wants to know if there was anything from the Switch event that we wished they had announced, specifically hardware-wise. And I would say I would wish they they would have announced a real console. <laughs> and you think I need to tell you? And you think I need to tell you that you hate Nintendo after you said that? This thing is a real console. You should. I think your you mouth. needed to drop your mic on that one. Yeah. You show some respect. No. I'm out. You Here's where you can take that well, discussion. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No. No. I'm. I'm in all seriousness, like I was really, I was hoping, I was hoping that they were going to blow me away with something that I was really going to care about. And they didn't do that. And that was disappointing to well, me. Well, see, it sounds like you so. both went in with like high expectations, different, different type of high expectations. Yeah. And then, and then it, and it fell short. And I would, I yeah. would kind of go along with that. Although I didn't go in with really high expectations because I already knew going in, I wasn't going to jump on the bandwagon. But, mm. you know, I love Nintendo and I have, you know, bought the consoles, and I've always enjoyed my Nintendo games. Uh, it's one of the first things that I played next to my Atari, so... Yeah. You know, it has all that nostalgia for it. Um, so yeah. that that makes the stakes higher for it as yeah. a company. Yeah, Atari, we just dated ourselves. I know. Regina. I know, <laughs> I, I know. I didn't. Yeah, as soon old. as it was out of my we're mouth, I was old. like, dang. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I actually um, I actually didn't have an Atari in my house, but my grandparents had an Atari. <laughs> that was like their sneaky way of us to hang out with them, like all of the time. <laughs> We're gonna be the was, cool grandparents and exactly, we'll show you they how. Are. <laughs> they ended up getting a PlayStation too, and this is like after I was I think I, I was after I graduated from college, they would still play Jeopardy on their PlayStation and it was so awesome. Um, but no, we didn't have Atari in our house, but we had a Vectrex. Do either of you guys know what a Vectrex is? Yeah, I know what a Vectrex is. I mean, it, oh. was, it was a console. It was yes. a thing. It was fun. It was I still have it. I still have it. Of course it, it was. Yeah. Anyhow. It was fun. Because awesome. everything was fun because that because we didn't know what not fun was. It <laughs> didn't have standards. And we understood about it. Yeah. yeah. No, you know what? Some of those games are real are still really good because I have it. I yanked it out um, a little while ago because Isaac and I wanted to show Anna uh, about it, and she was really curious to play it and everything. And you know what? Those games hold up pretty well. But then something uh, happened, and and now the screen is all screwed up. I was about to say another word. <laughs> the screen is all screwed up, so we have to find somebody to fix it, my, uh, which we haven't. My, told. oh, my. So to answer Los's question, um, yeah. regarding the hardware, the biggest question that um, my the, the, the biggest question that my wife and I had um, is durability. Like, I really wanted somebody to drop one, <laughs> like, right. or hit it with something. Right. Um, my dream would be for, like, Rob Gronkowski to come up and, like, just spike it. I don't, do either of you know who that is? No, nope. I don't. I'm assuming it's a sports person, uh, some probably. Sporting, some sporting activity football, of some kind. Football player, a, I think. He's a, he is a giant football player. Okay. Um, okay. Well, Spike, like, I got like Spike. A, I knew what that was. That was, yeah, either, yeah, exactly. that was either volleyball or football, and I figured it was probably football. But, <laughs> he plays for, the, um, for those curious, Rob Gronkowski is, the, is a tight end for the New England Patriots. He's basically a caveman. Because he's just, okay. no, he's like, he's just this giant goofy dude. Um, And it would not surprise me at all for him to show up at a video game conference and just throw a, a console on the ground. His, it's it's a thing. So that that's yeah. like, I just want to see him. It's called the Gronk Spike. He has a very specific, specific spike he does. I wanted him to do that to a Nintendo Switch to see if it would break. Because that's my biggest fear on this thing. Like, I'm going to spend 300 bucks and my daughter's going to drop it. Yep. Right, right. Yeah. And then it's going to shatter like an iPad. And I am hoping that Nintendo is going to do the Nintendo thing and make this thing virtually indestructible. Mm. But I don't know. It's a tablet. Yeah. So I'm nervous. That's what I would really want them to do. I wish they had done more to talk about how durable it is. The fact that they didn't, it actually kind of scares me. Not a huge amount because they are still Nintendo at the end of the day. I know they know their products are made for children. So yeah. I, I, I'm i I'm hoping that it's more durable than not, but yeah. Mm. Yeah. All right, so yeah, let's um we can talk about the games a little bit. So Steven mentioned this arms game. Which before I actually talk about the game, the way that they set this thing up in the presentation was so creepy. Oh my god, there's like a businessman like comes up and like loosens his tie. And then a schoolgirl like comes from the other side, and I was like, "Oh my God, what the hell is this? This is like, I don't know, perversion, statutory rape <laughs> kind of stuff. Like, really seriously, <laughs> Nintendo. Like, you couldn't have had a American look at this thing and say, you know what? That's probably not the best duo to use to introduce this game. But anyhow, um, 
I don't know how I feel about that arms game. It seems very gimmicky, Stephen. How do you, how do you feel about the arms game? Jeez, you just wanted to throw that gimmicky word around. Listen, you were already <laughs> right when you were correct with your prediction when they announced one two switch. Does everything need to be gimmicky now? Matt, Matt, you were already right. Um, no, here's um, I think it looks amazing. Um, oh, okay. So here's the thing, and this is something that you might not know, and tell me if knowing this changes your opinion. Did you know that you do not need to use motion controls to play that game? I did not. Is that why they're developing a, a fight stick? No, we still oh, don't know okay. about the fight stick. Although oh, okay. there is a fighting game coming. It is Ultra Street Fighter 2, the final challengers. Go figure, a sequel to Super Street Fighter 2 from the SNES. No, I'm not kidding. It is a <laughs> sequel to Super to Street Fighter 2 for the but Street Fighter 2 Turbo Championship Edition is getting a sequel on the Switch. Um, wow. And that's probably what the... I'm sure the fight stick is for other stuff that is unannounced, but that's the only game it's kind of perfect for. Mm. Um, no, ARMS is... You can you can use a regular controller. You do not need motion controls to play it. Um, it's a casual fighting game. Um, I saw something on... I've watched a lot of video on this game because my sons are actually really excited about it. Um, uh, my, uh, and I read a thing on IGN, uh, where they said that arms is to fighting games, what Splatoon is to shooters. Mm. If that is actually the case, this is going to be really, th this could be monumental. Nintendo mm. does a really good job of taking genres and kind of stripping them down, you know, kind of like Blizzard does really. Yeah. Um, and, uh, if they do that with a fighting game with arms, I think it's cool. I just hope there's more than five characters. Mm, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. But it looks cool. I mean, yeah. what's wrong? I mean, it's just... But I said this on Engage, a family gaming podcast. Don't Google Ribbon Girl. Don't do it. <laughs> Ribbon Girl? Ribbon Girl is the name of the female character in arms. Do not do a Google image search for Ribbon Girl. I did it. I can't unsee it. <laughs> don't Google Ribbon Girl. I, I'm a little. I, I'm. I. I don't want to know. Like I don't want to know. Right. That's fine. Yeah. My daughter watches. Yeah. My a show called Sarah and Duck. It's a British. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Anna right? likes it too. That that show is great. It's, it's so kind of understated. Whimsical. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. Like just whimsical. Like that's it's very understated. Yeah. I like. Yeah. For kids' TV shows, I always pick things that don't have music that drives me insane. <laughs> right, yes. And I yes. like their music, but that's how I got started on it. But anyway, there are two girls in it that are the Ribbon Girls. And so that's immediately right, right, what right, I'm right. thinking yeah. of is something nope. from, you know, a British kids' nope. TV show TV that's show, like right. the <laughs> most innocent thing ever. Nope. And I'm sure that's not, <laughs> nope. given your response, nope. but so they just had to put that in context. you don't want to know like you don't already know. No. Because like, you know why I'm telling people not to watch. Well, I'm assuming. <laughs> it's the same reason. There's the only very, you know, you, there's a few yeah. reasons why you say things like that. <laughs> don't do yeah. this. It's the same reason you don't tell your daughters to Google My Little Pony stuff. Right. Right. So, right. so again, I repeat, <laughs> this is for our audience. This is for your what benefit. Are, what are the pony bros called again? Bro, uh, bronies. Bronies. Right. The bronies. Yeah. They ruin everything. Yeah. Um, they ruin they everything. Ruin everything. <laughs> um. 
So um, I am one, and I, it, I'm not really. I mean, I enjoy it, but I'm not like them. But like some of them, it's not in your some Twitter of profile, you ruin so. it. Yeah, well, because my Twitter, my Twitter profile, it's not. No, it's not in there. So, um, but, but anyway, I will repeat this. This is for your benefit. Do not Google Ribbon Girl. Don't do it. I'm probably going to, just so you know, just because I don't. <laughs> I know, everybody's going to do it now. I know. (laughs) I know, but the morbid curiosity is just, I just, I I always have to know how the story ends. You're an adult. (laughs) I always have to know how the story ends. You're an adult, just don't say I didn't warn you. Anyway, so that's arms. So I have, I've got the whole list here. Um, Do you have a list, like, did did Eric put a list up on Pixelkin? Yeah, it's up on the article, the, um... What's the title on this one? Nintendo Switch presentation price, release date, and launch titles. Yeah, that's all in the yeah. bottom of that. There he is. Yeah. Good job. He, he must have hated his life putting all that together. Whew. <laughs> um, that's a lot of links. I know, because I did it for Engage Family Gaming, and I hated my life. Um, yeah. So, I mean, looking at the launch list, what what's catching you guys' eye? Launch as Other a launch, than... Launch window? Yeah, well, what you're I mean... Asking? I have a list. My I have a list of everything coming out in 2017. Mm. Is what I did. I said did my the title of my article is Nintendo Switch games through the end of 2017. Mm. The launch day there's only five games. Right, right. They didn't define a launch window, but you you've been in the uh, the games press uh, a long time, as you say in the beginning of the podcast, Nicole. Mm-hmm. So is is launch window defined by the console manufacturer, or is that designed uh, devised by us? Do we it's, determine um, what the launch window is? It's it's one of those things where it changes from, you know, person to person, outlet to outlet. It's just this kind of ambiguous thing. Um, typically, in my opinion, launch window would be maybe through the end of April uh, since it comes out on March 3rd. Did we even say that that information? Um, no, it comes we out actually on haven't March said 3rd. anything about it. <laughs> comes out on March 3rd. It's $299.99. It yeah. comes with yes. no games. Comes with a tablet, two Joy-Cons, a dock that also doubles as a charger, a USB-C cable, and an HDMI cable, and an instruction booklet. Yes. All right, That's yeah, it. so so launch window, the only thing, according to like what I think of as a launch window, I mean, maybe ARMS would make it. They say it's coming spring. Um, but... Uh, and then Mario Kart 8. So, like, that's 60 days like, or so? Like, two months yeah, that's, after? Yeah, that's, that's kind of what... We launched. What I, yeah, what I feel like. And honestly, you know what? There's The thing is with me is there's not a lot that I'm actually interested in at all. And I said that uh, when I posted on Facebook. Like, it's because she I've, hates Nintendo. <laughs> I lost interest in Zelda, honestly. Um, I don't care about Mario games like my husband does. I didn't, I didn't really play Splatoon. I never got past the... Um, the tutorial and I just wasn't interested enough to keep trying to play it in between uh toddler naps. You're crazy. Um and then crazy. um <laughs> and then Skyrim Splatoon is way too good. Okay. <laughs> uh there are too many other things that I really want to play more. And uh and Skyrim is a five year old game that I played five years ago. I honestly played that while I was pregnant with Anna. So yeah, I'm not really interested in that again either. So there's nothing in here that actually interests me at all. Which is pretty sad. Uh, but anyhow, no, go ahead. <laughs> what are you guys interested in? 
Regina. <laughs> I have some. I have thought. I have thoughts and feelings, but I'm going to go last. Regina, okay. what about you? Um, I love dance games, so I'm. You know, I'm always into Just Dance. I love those games. I love, yeah, I, I love to dance, period. Um, just That's just my thing. I'm terrible at it. Oh. I'm cares? terrible at it. <laughs> that's <laughs> not the fun. <laughs> yeah. It's being bad at it or, you know, maybe getting better. Um, I'm definitely not interested in Skyrim. I wouldn't want to play Skyrim on a platform. I played it on um, a PC. Um, I'm interested in Has Been Heroes. That looks like it could be really yes. cool. Um, I like turn-based strategy, real-time strategy games, so, um, that one looks fun. Um, that's pretty much where I am at. (laughs) I am also, I love, I love the story of Zelda, but I haven't followed the, um, uh, the story. I haven't followed the games. I haven't played the recent ones. Um, I'm always looking for a Pikmin title from Nintendo because that is... My husband's favorite Nintendo. It's really why that we is... bought the U. So yeah, partly, that's, that's mine too. My I would be very very if different they had a another Pikmin. If they had a Pikmin in there. If, yes. if they had a Pikmin and they had a Pik. I don't think in Pikmin three is it Pik- Yeah, Pikmin three that you can play against people you know. I like there's a no. versus mode, but you have to be in the same room. Now, if they had a, launched a Pikmin four and you could play against somebody online who wasn't in the same room as you. Yeah, they might have. They might have got me. They might have got yeah. me for that one. Um, at yeah. least I'd be a little bit more. It would be moved up on my. Maybe this year we'll buy it. So right, Miyamoto yes. is gonna make another pick. Oh, I don't doubt that. I just wanted it now. <laughs> I get it. Right, yeah. Oh, trust me. Trust me when I say, um, if they, I mean, if they had been like, hey, how about this Metroid game? I'd have been like, ooh. Right. That might have gotten <laughs> right? me too. To be honest, like there's a certain, there's a few things, a few topics that they could have hit that would have been a little bit more, ooh, yeah. but I didn't have a whole lot of ooh going on, so. Me either. Yeah. yeah. So, so you're saying you weren't a woo girl? I'm not a woo girl. I have had woo girl <laughs> moments, but. <laughs> I've been, I, I just made a uh, How I Met Your Mother reference. You did. Score. Nice. And I got Score. it, which I feel even better I... about. <laughs> Yeah. I, did, would it? Would you? Would it? Would you guys believe me if I told you I only watched that show uh, last year for the first time? I believe it. I came to it late on Netflix. It, yeah, it I, took I you started watching it. To yeah. Watch, yeah, it took you forever to watch Star Wars. I am completely not surprised that you watched that show late. When did you first start watching Star Wars? Was it like two years ago or something? Last, not May the fourth of twenty sixteen. It was May the fourth oh, really? of twenty fifteen. I watched oh, all of them. Okay, okay, so two almost years. two years. Uh, you you missed out on Star Wars. So no, I am not surprised at all that you uh, <laughs> didn't watch a uh, popular but a, much less I'm a popular late bloomer? show. Yes. Is that what you're saying? You're saying I'm a late bloomer. Um, I think she's saying you're late yeah. to the party. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, no, that's okay. That I don't, the, I don't keep up. That with is lots the story of, of my life. But how I met your mother was one that I life. watched because, um, because Isaac really liked it. I thought it was okay. Isaac really, really liked it. But anyhow, we're getting off topic. Arguably, um, arguably one of the best uses of an unreliable narrator in the history of fiction. Agreed. Opinion. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Ooh. So. Anyway. Anyway. You got an so, idea for a for a thing for Geek Embassy? Did that? Just I did. Did you have a, did you a house <laughs> I was moment? 
working on our next good word segment today. There you go. <laughs> Thinking about types of narrators. She just had a house moment right and there. I was just you like, guys can't <laughs> see this. You guys can't see it, but she was like house in, Dr. House in the shower. She just was just like, and then solved the medical mystery right there. Um, tell me you guys watched House. I haven't yep. ever watched House. Oh, my God. I'm not, but I, yeah. Nicole, you've never seen House? Nope. I don't watch TV in general, minus Game of Thrones. I haven't watched, okay. like, network television, honestly, to... since Anna was born. Okay. Since Anna was born. House. House MD is on Netflix, and it's absolutely brilliant. Anyway. Okay. I so, like Hugh Laurie, um, but I haven't watched it. I don't Hugh, do a lot of medical oh, dramas. Man. so No, this is different because it's not about the medical. It's not about the medical drama. It's all about him and his staff. And gosh, he's such a jerk, but it's so awesome. Uh, okay, yeah, so. No, I, don't, I don't do TV shows except for, except for Game of Thrones. Except really. for, except for, the, except for the, the, the murder yes. shows. Yes. Yes, but right, so the, oh, no show. The body honestly, count. honestly, I've got a choice. I've got limited amount of time. I've got a choice. I can watch a TV show, I can play a game, or I can read a book. Playing a game and reading a book are always going to come before the TV show. I don't care how good people says it is, unless it's Game of Thrones. That's the only one. <laughs> That's just me. Well, House House MD is real good. Anyway, all right. So, um, okay. So, uh, going down the list, I mean, we, obviously Zelda's, you know, that's yeah. the reason for the season, as it were. Um, I am uh, definitely looking forward to a game. Uh, it's coming out in March called Snipper Clips Cut It Out Together. After watching... Oh, uh, uh, right, right, right. The, um, Simone actually turned me on to this game because she posted a video on her Facebook right. that she, I'm sure she edited and posted onto Polygon because that's her job. Um, but it was of people playing it. And it is a cooperative puzzle game where each person controls a shape. And when you over when the two shapes overlap on the board, one of them can choose to cut out a piece of the other player based on like what is overlapping. So for example, if you have two squares, I can, like, line up the two squares and, like, turn one of them into a triangle. And then you can use those shapes to complete objectives, like do basically, like, tangrams. Or maybe you have to make one of them into a sharp object so it can ram into a balloon and pop it and things like that. And I think that looks super interesting. And it looks cute because the faces, the, the shapes have, like, cute little faces. And, yeah, so that game looks super interesting. There is video all over the internet. So just watch it. Um, I'm also super interested in Has Been Heroes. Now that I watched the trailer, it's an it's a strategy or a light role playing game where you play washed up adventurers who are taking the king's twin daughters to school. Okay, like that's a premise for it. That that premise right there is Steve Dutzman is all get out. <laughs> um, I'm gonna own Mario Kart Eight Deluxe. Because we always own the Mario Kart games. Arms. Now, I think it has potential. But do you know who is the most excited about this? Is my sons. They want to punch each other so bad with this game. And they can't, they can't do it in real life. Or they're not supposed to do it in real life. So they want to do it virtually. Uh, I mean, they're brothers. So by yeah, default, they do beat the crap out of each other. But I know. this is an opportunity for them to beat the crap out of each other in a non-get-yourself- um, you know, get yourself punished kind of way. Right. 
Um, so yeah, I mean, I think it looks great and they are more excited about it than, than anything. Um, I, I mean, Splatoon 2 and Mario are going to be amazing and we are going to own those also. But the game that I think I am subtly, quietly most excited about is Puyo Puyo Tetris. (laughs) Have you guys heard about Puyo Puyo Tetris? Mm -mm. I did not hear about that. Okay. Puyo Puyo Tetris is a game that is a mashup of Tetris and a game called Puyo Puyo. Now, Puyo Puyo is another junk falls from the ceiling and you manipulate it to make shapes game, kind of like Tetris. Only instead of tetrominoes, it sends down shapes like piles of these different colored jellies. And when the jellies come in contact with each other of with another jelly of the same color, they come they kind of like squish together into um, a, new shape. a a new they the shape stay it stays in the same shape, but they all get connected. And if you get enough of them, then they disappear. And what's interesting about Puyo Puyo Tetris is there are all sorts of game modes where you switch back and forth, or you play one and then you play the other, or you can play multiplayer where everyone chooses what game they are playing. So you can have up to four players playing on the screen at once, and Regina could play Tetris, and I could play Puyo Puyo, and then, Nicole, you're a master at both of them, right? So you could, like, flip a coin... Right. Or if I'm playing with my kids, I could pick the one that I'm the worst at and they could pick the one that they're the best at. Um, I am quietly very excited about Puyo Puyo Tetris. And I did not think this is a game that existed in Japan. I did not think it was going to see the light of day in the United States. Mm. Quietly very excited about it. Um, I mean, I have no idea who's going to buy the Skyrim game (laughs) because I don't know who wants to play Skyrim who doesn't already own Skyrim because it's been on right. like how yeah. many steam sales by now. Yeah. Um, so I, I think that that one just feels like a, we got it because we got it. Yeah. I don't know why they didn't try and get fallout four. I think fallout four would have been, a that would have been game. better. Yeah. Yeah. Just because it's more recent. Um, yeah. or if they were going to grab like the alternative is why don't you go and grab like Morrowind, like get something way mm-hmm. older. That's like, so like, Okay, so now it's like kind of retro, that kind of thing. Yeah, it could yeah. Very well, be that that Bethesda came to them and said, "Hey, we're trying to do the Skyrim thing." You know, I don't know. I don't know the business dealings of it. Yeah. I just it doesn't feel like it's going to sell terribly well. Yeah, I um, actually think it's the other way around. <laughs> I think Nintendo went to Bethesda and said, "Hey, we need something that these hardcore gamers who don't <laughs> want to buy our shit, sorry crap, who don't want to buy our crap." We need to make them think that they will want to buy our crap, and therefore let's let's get something of yours on there because you are one of the defining developers in that space. Anyhow, that's my. And point. so they went and got a five-year-old game. Like it feels like I, I don't know it. how. Yeah. I don't know why Bethesda was cool with it because I I can't imagine. I mean, Nintendo had to throw money at them. Yeah, but like it probably wasn't very me, hard to do, you know. Well, I mean, but they're but they're in the process of. I mean, they've got to be in the process of switching their team over from making Fallout mm-hmm. to to developing the next Elder Scrolls, right? So, like, yeah, th- wouldn't th- considering how every time they put out a game, it's a billion dollar franchise. Like, mm-hmm. isn't the, it better for their team to rather than spending you know the resources to port Skyrim over to the the Switch for them to just take those. 20 or 30 people and put them on to development on the 
I don't know. I just it doesn't yeah. feel like swinging for the fences. I mean, how many thousands are they gonna sell? Like two. <laughs> yeah, I honestly think that it it had to have been really really easy, and I thought that's probably why it was a yeah. terribly old game that was selected. They just remastered it, so a lot of that work was already done. So I mean. There might be a few things that you have to change up to port it, and I don't have my husband here to tell me exactly how technically difficult that might be, but you're saying like 20 or 30 people. I'm estimating it was probably more like four. Like, I don't think you need a, a huge team to port something unless it's really, really complicated, and I don't think that that would have been this complicated because you got your standard controllers, even though they can snap off and do crazy stuff. Um, and you've got your um, like standard standard HD TV resolution, so I don't think that that was a huge problem. Yeah, that's no, just you know, I may right. be completely wrong. You're probably right. Well, who knows? We'll never know. But right. I hope it sells a lot <laughs> right. of copies. But I'm not buying one. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, unless there's yeah. something really cool, and like unless when it comes out, there's like something re like really cool, like Nintendo only features. You know, like, I don't yeah. know why I would do it, but whatever. <laughs> right. It's a game. Yeah. Um, the, the Street Fighter thing is real funny, though. Like, yeah, it's a sequel to Street Fighter 2 Turbo, which was out on the SNES um, with two new characters, Evil Ryu and Violent Ken. So it'll be interesting. <laughs> I actually am looking forward to buying that because I want to play it with my kids so that they know what, like, Street Fighter used to look like. <laughs> mm, that's cool. Yeah. But that's it. Yeah. Yeah, we're not going to have time to talk about any other news because we are already into our what we're playing time. So we have to do this quickly. Although I don't know. I've been doing lots of writing, trying to get more writing. Oh, yeah. Doing games You've been good with your words. I've been impressed. I've been trying. Yeah, you did Just cross yesterday, I crossed 50,000 words on my novel, and I'm, I'm close now. It's like Yay. I can see that I'm, I, I am going to finish this thing. All of the pieces are there. There might be some new little ones that pop up here and there, but the major plot points, I know. I know how they go. I know how it ends because I wrote my last chapter already. So, cool. um, so yes, yeah, so that's what I've been trying to do. So the only game that I've been playing, not even Hearthstone. I haven't picked up Hearthstone, which is kind of weird for me, but I've just been playing Stardew Valley. Just Stardew Valley. Nice. Anna sits with me while we play it a little time. She likes to try the fishing game which is kind of the most complicated thing in Stardew Valley. Um, she tries it a couple times and fails and then decides to just, um, it's funny because like she'll do the part where, where the line is out. And then as soon as you get the notification that there's something on your line, she'll hit it and then toss the controller at me. And I'm like, N I, you, you gotta give me time to get ready to do this little mini game thing. It's not like something that I can catch and then just do, unless it's like a terribly slow fish. But anyhow, so so it's Stardew Valley. That's all I've been playing. What about you guys? Uh, I started a different Telltale game. Um, it's funny <laughs> because I told my friend David, who had gifted me The Wolf Among Us and the walking dead games like three years ago uh that i finally started playing them and he's like wow it's about time you got to it. and he's like but you should have started with uh the walking dead and he said because the emotional attachment in the story was better and the storytelling he said was better and i said well i was going to but i'm so over zombies like i just can't <laughs> <laughs> just can't do and, zombies and, and yet you play plants versus i know zombies. but those aren't like 
Yeah, no, no, I know. Yeah, I know, but yeah, like I, and maybe that's part of why. <laughs> Brains. Um, so up today in my in my Steam library pops another gift from my friend David, um, um, a tale from Borderlands from Borderlands. Yes. And yes. So, yes, I downloaded it immediately and started playing it this afternoon. And I'm only halfway through about the first episode or, yeah, the first session. Um, and I'm already hooked. Like, I love it. And, like, I That's can, cool. like, it just, I always love Borderlands. Like, I love the Borderlands universe. I love, they're great storytellers. I mean, they're just phenomenal storytellers. And they were in Borderlands 2. Um, which was the first Borderlands one that I played. So um, I'm I'm already hooked on to it. Because I knew I, I kind of drifted away from Wolf Among Us once I realized it was a serial killer story. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I was like, oh, uh. maybe I don't want to play this one before I go to bed at night. Because <laughs> that's usually when uh. I game. And I have very much oh, a yeah, mapping, yeah. you know, brain where whatever I'm, like, doing right before I go to bed is what ends up in my dreams. And so... You know, I try to be a little oh, careful. Okay. <laughs> Serial killers was not working yeah. for me, so um, I'm I'm yeah. I'm looking forward to getting a little deeper into this one and seeing where it goes. So yeah, All been right. fun. Cool. Yeah. How about you, Steven? Um, I played more uh, Final Fantasy 15. I booted okay. it up. I'm uh, I I made it to the uh the the <laughs> I made it to the part where um. They're like, okay, so now you're in this place, and if you leave this place, you go to the final battle, so spare no preparation. And I said, whatever, I got this. So I went and bought like <laughs> 10, 12 Phoenix Downs and went through it. Uh. And so the first fight, it's just like 20 dudes with guns. That's fine. Believe it or not, that's not a problem. You can warp around, you just kill them, it's fine. Then, um, if you the way that it works is the monsters are like on the map, so you can see them, but you don't see their level unless you like, stop and watch mm. and i just like ran in on that thing i was like hey check it out and so i was like Leroy 41. jenkins yeah i leroyed hard <laughs> and um and i didn't even have chicken because that thing i was level 41 that thing turned out to be level 75 oh wow oops and so it was like how about some nines in your damage in your damage area and i was like oh that's a lot of nines and then i was like all right fine i got potions <laughs> and then he would hit all of my dudes with nines. And I was like, man, I, when am I going to do damage to him? Um, and so then I started, like, actually trying to fight it, and it still wasn't working. Um, and then I moved away, and it transformed it fa its face into a laser cannon and shot me. And I was like, all right, never mind. <laughs> then I found out that if you – and this is – I didn't realize this, but if you yeah. talk to the dog at the inn, it can tr teleport you back in time so that you can go and build up. And so I did. Oh, so now wow. I'm building up. This is going to be... I run into this a lot in role-playing games where I will push, 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 shove, 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 shove until a monster, like, kicks the crap out of me. And then I'll be like, oh, no, you didn't. And then I'll over-level because I'm crazy. Yeah. And then I come back and I wipe the floor with it. This is just, like, my standard RPG rotation. Mm -hmm. So now I am in that section where I'm going to go back and I'll be like, you are not ready for me. Yeah. I don't know if Isaac's doing that with this one, but he used to like, I used to watch him just run around for just trying to get um, random battles, random encounters, just run and run hours, hours upon hours of just running around trying to get random encounters. I'm like, what are you doing? Like, why? At least in this game, they're not random because right, you can right. see the monsters. So you can like, 
just run and go get them. And sometimes they like just kind of appear out of nowhere. And I'm mm-hmm. like, hey, Mr. Giant Cow Dragon thing, how'd you just appear out of nowhere? And then I kill it. Yeah. And I get steak. <laughs> and then I have my friend make steak. Because cooking is a huge portion of this game. It's freaking hilarious. You fight a new enemy that drops meat, and then Ignis says he snaps his fingers like he's in the middle of the Switch presentation, and he goes, I got it! I discovered a new recipe. Switch. Oh, wow. So anyway, wow. So yeah. I'm playing Final Fantasy XV. I'm loving every minute of it. The game is still, I mean, I'm, I am trying. I realized that, man, this game, this year is getting crowded. So I was like, I got to finish this. Once and for freaking all. Yeah. And um, because, you know, originally it was, oh, man, because Horizon Zero Dawn. And now Horizon Zero Dawn comes out three days before The Legend of Zelda. Mm-hmm. You know what that means? Yeah. Back I don't one. know. What does that mean, student? I it don't even I'm know. Not playing Horizon. I assume it means gonna... I'm not playing Horizon Zero Dawn until That's what summertime, I thought. probably. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry, Aloy. Yeah. Sorry. Well, you know what? I'll play it. Uh, I can tell you all about it. Um, anyhow, um, I think that's going to wrap it up for us this week. Thanks so much for listening. As stated before, if you have questions or comments or other feedback, you can send us an email at gamingwiththemoms at gmail.com, or you can tweet at us at gamingwithmoms. We've had a couple questions, and we really love it. So please continue to do so. Um, Regina, as mentioned before, is part of the Geek Embassy, and she is authoring the forthcoming book, Mothering the Game. And I think she probably wants to talk about her video series. Right, Regina, you want to yes. tell us about that? Yeah, we have a new episode coming out this week of uh, Good Words, How to Write Well in the Geek Embassy with myself and Evan Graham. It's the end of our character series, and we're going to be kicking off our next series is going to be on literary devices. So essentially all the pieces that go into creating a story. So uh, keep an eye out for that on the Geek Embassy. Cool. Well, Steven is editor and founder of Engaged Family Gaming, and the EFG show is back now, which is pretty EFG cool. EFG show is back. Yeah. It is back. You know why? Because <laughs> I found out if you don't do your live video shows every day, traffic on your Facebook page goes down a whole lot. So guess what? <laughs> I'm back doing the EFG show because I like having traffic <laughs> on my Facebook page. So if you would like to help me with the traffic on my Facebook page, make sure you like Engage Family Gaming on Facebook and make sure 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time you come on board and watch the EFG show because I have a whole lot of fun and I basically go over the news every day. So if you missed a thing, you won't miss a thing because I will tell you. Um, but most importantly, join the Engage, go to EngageFamilyGaming.com slash community. Join all the fun because the three of us are in there and, you know, we're, we, we've got our we got the man behind the curtain for our podcast, giving deals on the Switch and all sorts of other stuff every day. It's great. Cool. All right. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll be back with you next week. Peace. Peace.